0: Hey, welcome to Pod of Mercy. I am your host, Longhair Linda, and our special guest co-host today
1: is... Myself, Big Talks, Tremaine Smith. I'll be AJ Edwards on this podcast. I won't be Tremaine Smith.
0: Oh, do you want right. me to label it that way as well? No. No, okay. Don't turn
1: down. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt.
0: Don't turn okay. down.
1: See, he wants me to be this way. It'd
0: yeah, be you, in it. That's what the people want.
1: I'll be AJ Edwards.
0: Too. Are you AJ Edwards? Yeah. I didn't even know that was your full name. What's I with this Tremaine Smith? What is that?
1: He's um, <laughs> he's a figment of my imagination. <laughs> Clark Kent. Lewis.
0: Okay. Can we not play with this when Why? we're playing with sound? I'm sorry. Thanks so much.
1: Um, yeah, he's somebody I created. Um, I've had a lot of aliases over the years.
0: Okay. You like a good alias.
1: Yeah. Pause. I was Adrian at first. How was that pause?
0: No, it was just funny. All
1: right, fair
0: enough. All right, so I don't know if you, you've listened to the you've listened to podcasts before, right?
1: Every single one.
0: Thanks, friend. Right, so we will start off with a rapid fire round. It's forty five seconds. You've got ten questions to answer. Go on. Do you
1: think you can do this? Probably not.
0: Come on, of course you can.
1: I don't like rules.
0: What do you mean? you don't like rules. What has this got to do with rules?
1: Because you like, I must answer in a certain space of time. It's just... No, we'll, we'll see. All
0: right, so I'm about to start the time. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, and go. Breakfast or dinner?
1: Breakfast.
0: If you could be from any other era, which would you choose?
1: The 90s.
0: You were in the 90s?
1: Yeah, I'd stay in the 90s.
0: Okay. Favourite cartoon as a kid?
1: Powerpuff Girls.
0: Restaurant or home delivery?
1: Home delivery.
0: Last song you listened to?
1: Uh, Trey Songs, Love Faces,
0: Dream Car,
1: Audi A7 Sportback,
0: like. Biggest Pet Peeve,
1: People That Don't Like Me Because I Feel Like I'm a Really Nice Guy, So It's Like If You Dislike Me, <laughs> if You Feel Like You Have Issues, In General. But, Favorite yeah. Musician, Trey Songs.
0: Name Three Slash Things. Slash Chris that... Brown. Okay. Name Three Things That Make You Happy.
1: Uh, myself, my son, and God.
0: Favorite Item in Your Wardrobe Right Now. Oh, We're Out of Time. Turtle Neck. We are out of time. You no, just missed it. it. No, you're you
1: you're so asking questions slowly. Mm.
0: I was asking the same way I've asked all the time.
1: I feel it's a bit slow today. That's not my L, that's yours.
0: So it's my L? Yeah. Fine, I'll take it. Fine. That's okay. All right. So, Tux. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me. I wanted to discuss a particular topic with you. Uh, going into 2020, as we're now towards the end of the year, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be a bit more brazen, trying mm. to be a bit more... I don't know, trying to embrace the spirit of you don't ask, you don't get Yeah So I thought it would be a great topic to go over with you Because I feel like you're that type of person You tend to just put things out and say you're going to go for them and you do
1: I don't feel like you're not that type of person That's not the uh, vibe I get from you
0: Okay, vibe can be deceiving though I have a lot of self-doubt Really? Yeah It's better now, but it was really bad before What do you have self-doubt about? Loads of things Like what? I have, um, I know it's quite common, especially in women, is I have like imposter syndrome. So sometimes like I'll be at work or I'll just be doing something that I'm skilled at in some way. And someone will tell me I'm doing a good job. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, at some point, they're going to figure out that I'm not supposed to be here or I'm not supposed to be doing this thing.
1: I had a client like that today. And she literally said that about her job, it, She was a yeah. business manager for, well, I'm not going to say who, but it's like a big deal. And, um... She was talking about how she doesn't feel like she deserves to be in that position. I was like,
0: it's quite common, especially among women. Like I said, and, and it's it's something I've struggled with for a long time. It's better now. I'm getting there, but it does. I think I think it stops me from going after things that I want, or at least it has done in the past.
1: So. Where does that come from? Like, cause I don't, I don't get it in it. Like, how can you have a job? And mm-hmm. bear in mind, you've gone through like an interview process. Yeah. With however many hundreds, if not thousands of people.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: When you give your CV and it would have been like thousands of people. And then you whittle down, you whittle down, you go to the interview and then you get the job. You and maybe a few other people. How can you then be in that job and feel like you don't belong? I think... What logical sense does that make to you?
0: It's 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 definitely not logic. It's based on like emotion. Mm. Um, it's based on self doubt rather than the logical part of my brain. Logically, when I'm doing my job, I'm like, I know I can do this. I'm good at X Y Z. I'm good at you know whatever it is. I can do it, and I do it, mm. and I have you know evidence of me doing whatever it is, but there's a feeling of you know especially when I'm getting praise. that's when it's that's when I struggle the most if I if I get a compliment on something I'm doing I all of a sudden feel like oh one of these days they're going to figure out that I'm not supposed to be here and they're going to fire me and get somebody else to do it or it, that's just in job wise that happens with other things like with friendships or whatever I'm like oh one of these days they're going to figure out that I'm, I'm not this great person and then <laughs> but then they wouldn't
1: just praise you in it. Like the very nature of this world is we don't like giving praise and we don't like hailing people up, and I
0: don't we think actually prefer
1: to be more negative. I think people.
0: I think we're encouraged to be more negative. We get a lot of engagement in this particular time because everything is very social media based. So there's a, mm. a lot of engagement and negativity. Right. But I don't think we don't like to give praise, especially if we know the person. I think we do give praise as a people, but. I disagree
1: Really? Yeah Okay I think we're the exact opposite I think we're happy to be negative We're happy for people to fail um, And not do well I don't feel like we're as forthcoming with positivity So if someone is forthcoming with positivity That means like you're actually doing a good job in it I feel like the fact that you feel that way Is to like kind of Validate your imposter syndrome If that makes sense
0: Probably Yeah Yeah, You could be right there
1: I'm definitely right
0: (laughs) Okay So Alright So with that being said Obviously you're quite I feel like you're You're a very confident person And you seem like the type To go after what you want So what What gives you the confidence To do that Where does your confidence Come from
1: Um When I was three My mum used to make me Like Say a lot of positive Shit about myself
0: Okay, so you were doing affirmations before they were trendy?
1: They were affirmations, yeah. The main one she used to say was rooted in my actual image, though. It wasn't rooted in anything like, I'll do it with my son, but it'll be rooted in his intelligence or how good his reading is or okay. his skill with numbers, things like that. My mum would root mine in my looks. Okay. So this is why I feel like I'm God's gift. <laughs> but the one she'd make me say specifically is... I'm absolutely gorgeous and incredibly beautiful
0: Aww.
1: and I'd say that daily and she'd always like she'd always like with her friends or other family members oh look what AJ can say you know what I mean tell them what you say tell them what you say you know what I mean mm. so I feel like my ego comes from there specifically and then it just kind of like it feeds itself I'm like what I brought yeah like self serving like self sustainable this is why I have mirrors and shit in it. Cause if I feel like I'm gorgeous, I can look and check and be like, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. still
1: gorgeous. <laughs> it's not gone mean? away. No. So okay. yeah, that's why I have mirrors and shit. So yeah, it just sustains itself.
0: And that gives you confidence for doing other things?
1: Um not necessarily.
0: So where does where does that outside of your looks, where does your confidence come from?
1: Um the things I do. Like I know whether I'm doing a good job or a bad job because I feel like no one's more critical with themselves than I am with myself, so I feel like I'm very honest.
0: You're critical about yourself? Yeah, well, you just won't see it. Okay, so you wouldn't show that to anybody but at...
1: Any issues I have with myself, I'd iron them out before they got to you. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so you wouldn't have the chance to tell me Anything too negative about myself, I'd probably have known it before you
0: let me know. I can relate to that. I do that. I, I think I use that as a coping mechanism. So I'd said instead of doing positive affirmations as a as a child, mm-hmm. like you were uh, inadvertently, I was doing negative affirmations. Uh, if that's the thing, where I would okay. I would say all of the things to myself. That I thought other people would say to me so that when I was in school or whatever, Mm. if somebody did say something mean to me, it hurt a little bit less because I'd already said it to myself. But the downside of that was that, yes, it helped me cope with not very nice kids. But as an adult, it meant that I carried on saying not very nice things to myself, even when people were saying good things about me. And so I was listening. You always listen to your inner voice more than you listen to anybody else once you're an adult anyway. Mm. So my inner voice was already negative. Even when other people were being positive, I could really only hear my own voice. Right, right, right,
1: right, right. So, you know that.
0: Yeah, logically, I know that. But emotion and logic are two different things.
1: Do you not think that you can change that
0: I do and I think I am changing that Mm. So as I've I've grown As I'm getting older and experiencing more things I'm like I spot myself doing certain things And I little by little Try and change it Mm. And I think I've got to a point where I'm more More able To be kind to myself Because one of the big things that I did When I turned 30 was say You're 30 I'm 32
1: No way I am
0: so when I turned yes. 30, I was like... <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't
1: know.
0: <laughs> when I turned 30, I said, I wouldn't say these things about my friend. Right. Why would I say them about me? I
1: can't believe you're 32. I
0: am. Do I look younger? Yeah, you're
1: like Thanks, 26 Thanks, something. Thank you. Big
0: mess. I still get ID'd and that makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I got ID'd literally today. I'm so excited. That's nice. Um, yeah, so I think... I started to think about how I speak to myself Mm -hmm. and I actually noticed that things were getting better in my life as I spoke to myself in a better way
1: got to regulate your thoughts innit like one thing I've learnt as well is you can challenge your own thoughts so if you catch yourself saying some negative shit about yourself challenge it innit Mm -hmm. say you know this isn't true this isn't actually how things are things are not what they appear like you can actually like challenge yourself plant your own seeds in your mind instead of letting your mind just chat shit to you all day long okay
0: do you think it's harder for specific type of people to be more brazen do you think it's harder for say people of colour black people in particular
1: yeah because um if you was to roll around with the ego I have people would not like you
0: because I'm a woman
1: yeah especially
0: a black black woman. woman yeah
1: It would be more accepted for me to say and do the things I say and do. But if you was to say and do the things I say and do, it'd be more
0: of a problem. See, I experienced that even recently. Um, So I won't say where I work, but where I work, I have a department that I'm based with locally, but I'm also part of a larger department that's regional. Right. And every now and again. So you're doing bits. Yeah, doing bits. Every now and again, we will have like a meet up with the regional team Mm. where we'd all meet in one city, um, stay over, like have, you know, kind of an away day. Mm. And the head of the regional team, so not actually my boss, but he heads up that team, Mm. which I'm part of. uh, I do not like him. He's one of these people that's on all the time, that has to be the center of attention, has to have all of the jokes, just but isn't funny.
1: He sounds like someone I'd get on with.
0: Maybe But he's, he's He's not He doesn't have the endearing quality that you have
1: I'm very charming with mine
0: Whereas I feel like He just has all of the negative And you're like oh, I, can't, right. I can't have a conversation with this guy I can't even listen to him talk So he's insufferable He's extra Super insufferable But way worse than you <laughs> So, <laughs> so um, Anyway So he was just I made one little crack at the start of the meeting at like 9am or whatever time it was mm-hmm. about him being an Arsenal fan I don't even follow football like that right. but I just made a little joke about him being an Arsenal fan and he the rest of the day he like picked at me just little things, he kept going oh yeah but I bet Linda wouldn't like that or whatever right so by 4 p.m. I'm like, this guy needs to leave me alone at this point. There are other people in this room and he's just picking at me. So I just started firing back. And every single time I said anything, it would be like, oh, you're feisty today. Oh, you're being aggressive today. And I find that whenever I say things, I'm aggressive. Yeah. If I don't say anything, why is you so quiet? Why don't you say anything? Why are you so introverted? Mm-hmm. And it's trying to balance that and being like, I, I just don't want to be called aggressive Because it's, as soon as you farming, call me aggressive I want to be aggressive because you're wrong mm-hmm. That makes sense
1: It makes perfect sense But it's something that you have to deal with As a black woman in the UK isn't it? And it's like it's like a buzzword Isn't it? Is Flawless just Fuckin making it. all making of the noise racket. My apologies I'm my apologies. so sorry,
0: especially to headphone users Jeez. You can edit that out my apologies. What, in the middle of a sentence? I can edit that out <laughs> Yeah, Tocs can say it again you can say that again. My apologies, though. I'm so sorry to the listeners. No, well, uh, you too. I'm sorry to the listeners. I'm Banging
1: up the door. Lifting up bags and shit. I didn't bag up the door. I'm just trying to sort out the place. Continue the show on like, it. <laughs> fucking idiots.
0: <Egypt>. Okay, anyway.
1: Come <laughs> on, Doc. I can't sorry. remember what I was saying. Something I have
0: to deal with as a black woman in Britain.
1: Yeah, you should be used to that, innit? Like, I am. To... It doesn't mean it's great, though. I know. It's terrible. But... At the same time It's something that you Should come to expect mm-hmm. And as a result of Coming to expect something It can't really catch you Like You shouldn't then have um, Any type of emotional response to it Even as unfair as that is If I think you that's know
0: that's crazy It is You can't You can't switch off an emotion And if you do That's slightly sociopathic
1: But you can I am slightly sociopathic I know But you can prepare
0: for. I, don't get me wrong, I'm not unprepared for them. Mm. I expect them. I go into situations knowing that the probability is that it's going to happen. But. I'm it not still saying. Ma- I, I, what I mean is, is, it still makes it difficult for women, for black women, for, for black people mm. to be more brazen because you, you have to consider that. You have to go, oh, is this going to come across as if I'm. Um, being aggressive or if I'm being too much, or do you know what I mean? I'm not
1: saying it's not unfair, Mm -hmm. and that comment that you made to him would be endearing if I made that comment. Even though I have my own struggles as a black man, I know it's nowhere near close to what you have as a black woman. Just being, if you were to be as confident as I was, it would be problems, whereas my confidence actually leads me to promotions and jobs that i've been in and things of that nature
0: so what about this is another group that we're both part of what about like millennials because i feel like we're so we're so disconnected now and i've i've seen i think i've seen a post from you actually on social media where you say like lol someone just tried to ring me i just look at it i don't you know answer phone <laughs> calls or whatever and i think that's such a that's <laughs> such a common thing now which is mad um We're so, even though we're more connected Mm -hmm. with social media and the internet and everything, we're actually super disconnected in real life. Like, we don't know how to have real life conversations. For me, right? Me being
1: disconnected from people is number one, I am naturally antisocial, but I'm very social as well at the same time. But number two, these days, it's more so about protecting my own energy. You Mm -hmm. don't know what people are going to bring to you, their energy. And this is one of the reasons why if flawless calls me, even if I might not pick up straight away because I'm busy, I'll always call him back because I've know i known him long enough to know that he's never going to bring me any negative energy, even if it's a problem that he's calling me about. It's just something that's not going to tilt the balance of my energy off, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Whereas other people can be so negative, it can affect you. And there's this girl in work that is like the prime example of it. I had to tell my manager, I don't, cause we like moved office. Don't sit me next to this person in it. Like, I don't want to, we don't even sit like directly next to people. I'm like, I don't want to be in her vicinity. Yeah. Cause it will be 9am in the morning and she's already vexed about anything daily. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. She's vexed about something anything daily. Don't put me near this person because it will tilt the balance of my energy. Yes. So, I feel like it's important to ignore the shit out of people and protect your own space. Um And do what you need to do Like I don't make no I don't apologise to anyone for that Like people moan at me for it or if I call you You don't pick up Or shit like that But I don't make no apologies for it Because that's the reason Why I'm able to keep my mind Where it needs to be Yeah So We are disconnected But I feel like it's a good thing
0: I've noticed I do that more and more In the sense of like I'm trying to protect my energy Um (sighs) Have to Because I didn't realise Until very recently How much other people's energy Affected mine Mm -hmm. Um I always, you know, because I always saw myself as strong or, you know, like, if someone's having a bad outlook on something, mm. it won't affect how I look at things. Mm. And then it's almost like I woke up one day and was like, no, I'm really affected by this stuff. Mm. And even when I don't want to be, even when I don't think I am, it really does affect me if your energy is off and I'm around you constantly because it's, it's too much for yeah. me to deal with. And so... I do the same thing With like protecting my energy But I do I also use the phone <laughs> Like If people ring I, I'll answer the phone If I'm able to Or I use the phone At work oh, uh, Are you going to take My mirror away from me I'm taking your me? mirror Because it's going to be An annoying little click sound
1: This is what I, Go on
0: Throughout the podcast If you can hear it clicking It's because <laughs> I wasn't able To edit it out But I've taken his mirror now So hopefully that should stop <laughs> Anyway, the reason I brought up the disconnectedness of millennials was do you think that that can affect millennials, either older millennials like us or younger ones, being more brazen if they don't even know how to communicate with people at this point?
1: Uh, It's not, I don't think, I feel like we know how to communicate, it's choosing not to, isn't it? Like it's communication on our terms, isn't it? I'll communicate with you, I'll be the life of your life.
0: I'm sorry You'll be the what?
1: The life of your life
0: How does that make sense?
1: How does that not make sense? Make it make sense How does that not make sense? Make it make
0: sense Does (laughs) that make sense? It sounds wildly
1: arrogant I I know it sounds arrogant But like I can switch it on and off When I feel like it So I can come into A room and light it up If I feel like it I can decide (laughs) not to One day If I don't feel like it But if I decide not to That's my choice isn't it? I can communicate I can like be the life of the party But it's on my terms isn't it? Does that not make sense?
0: It makes sense But I just don't like the phrasing of life of your life But let's move on um, I
1: feel like it would be a good Insta caption To be honest
0: You would So what advice would you give To people who are struggling with being brazen And asking for what they want
1: Pray to whoever you pray to.
0: Okay. What about people that are non-religious?
1: Um, I feel like you should have a belief system in something. Whether you don't... If you don't want to... I'm not necessarily talking about religion. My look on God slash the universe is totally divorced from religion in my head. Um, but find something higher than you, more powerful than you. That you can submit to, whether it be God, the universe, karma, I don't fucking know, like nature, which is God anyway. Like find something higher than you that you can submit to Mm -hmm. um, and that you can kind of like give your problems to.
0: How does that help them be more brazen?
1: I think that helps me be more brazen, because when I'm having vulnerable moments, which I do have, people feel like I don't have them, but I do have them, the first thing I'll do is find something higher than me to actually communicate that to. If you want to personify it and have a friend you talk to, or you need, everyone needs someone to offload to. My choice of who to offload to isn't a person, I won't call flawless and offload to him that's something very rare that happens
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'll offload to God okay. the universe once you offload from there like you can't be brazen and confident and um, you know go for the things that you want if you weigh down by the things that you don't want mm-hmm. so you need a clean slate first and foremost my whole thing as well after that is meditation I try to meditate for at least 15 minutes every day okay Um, meditate for the things I'm grateful for. Um, I always suggest to people, because people ask me this a lot, like how I think, the way I think and whatnot. And mine like starts with gratitude. I every day meditate for things that I'm grateful for, whether it just be waking up, whether it just be for the sun shining through my window when I wake up, just small things, big things, whatever the case may be. But I have that system to like, kind of when you how to explain this so there's like a feature in your brain I'm going to call it a feature yeah it's called the vehicular activating system okay what it is is basically a filter so if you're a negative person and you just see negative things in your life it will filter negative things into you to just align with what you think and feel already if you realign your brain to look for positive things it will look for positive things in your life instead. Um, how the filter works, for example, your mom could buy a new car tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It could be a Nissan Qashqai, and you might have never seen this.
0: Bro, if how you do you know happen. my mom's car?
1: Does she have a Nissan Qashqai? <laughs> yes. Maybe I followed you home one day. Whoa, that's super weird. Is she wow. is she in Manchester?
0: No, she's in she's in Essex.
1: That was just random, but right, it could be a Nissan Qashqai. I had a client today with a Dude, Nissan. Dude,
0: that's really freaked me out. <laughs> Sorry, okay,
1: continue Um. Maybe that's God telling you that What I'm telling you is like
0: It's legit mm. Okay, go on
1: But like, it could be a Nissan Qashqai You've never seen this car before But now your mum's got it Tomorrow you go out and you see it five times just in the morning Mm -hmm. that's your brain filtering into you it feels like it's important for you to know now you know what I mean Yeah. so the whole basis behind gratitude and like making lists of gratitude and things like that is to train your brain to look for more things to be grateful for and it absolutely works so add um, practice gratitude as well from there once you kind of like got a clean slate and once you're filtering in gratitude into your life um I would say the next step is to just either you do or you don't when it comes to certain things. Mm-hmm. You need to simplify things. We build things up. If you like start a podcast, for example, or you want to start a podcast, you might deliberate about it for a long ass time. The like best thing three, to four
0: years like me. Yeah,
1: there you go. <laughs> the best thing to do is a fucking switch on your laptop and do the shit yep. and it's done in it. Like yep. we build these things up to be so big. And all it actually comes down to in the end is a small choice like either I'm gonna do it or I'm not. Mm. Yes or no. And you gotta you gotta find a way to simplify things in that manner, innit? If you don't, you're just gonna continue building up the things that you want to do until you just you kinda cripple yourself with fear to the point where you can't do them. I had done this recently with um, the whole mic check media. They was doing a show on Halloween. Yeah. They asked me to perform, but on my own. And I've never done a music performance on my own before. Okay. And I built that shit up so big in my head to the point where it crippled me and I didn't do the performance. I pulled out like a week before. I was like, oh, I can't do this. And even Flawless was shocked like, You've battled in front of like a thousand people before. Like, how can you not go do a 10 minute performance? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. I know the shit doesn't make logical sense, but I just can't do it. This is a big deal to me right now. Yeah. And he was mystified because he never seen me like that in it. But that's the power you of your brain in it. Yeah, yeah, your brain will just build something up. Yeah. But your brain at the same time can break something down in it. So it's just up to you how you use your brain.
0: Okay, that's some good advice. I but someone as sick
1: as me, even I can like talk myself out of shit.
0: Yeah, I I've done that well. a lot. I've, <laughs> I've done that a lot. I've talked to myself out of a lot of things. Do you think there could be? So you you gave quite a few different tools that you can answer use. Your you did, you did. Um, you gave quite a few different tools. Do you think that there are different tra- tools for different things? So if it's about like a performance, like you said, that you'd need to maybe do something else. And if you're trying to go after a relationship, you should try something else. Or if you're trying to do something for your career, you should use or can you kind of just use a mixture of all of them
1: I would like to think that on a basic level um, submitting meditating and gratitude would be three things that you can apply to everything
0: okay
1: how you then apply your brain to tackle whatever it is specific will probably be different when it comes to different things so like with the music thing my way of getting over that is leaning on my brothers to do a performance with me on Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. From there, I'll probably be comfortable enough to perform on my own after that date. Okay. But in that instance, I'm leaning on people for help. I'm submitting to people as well. I've actually told them and have laughed at me and whatnot like, rah, you're, you're in it like king ego. Like, I don't understand this in it. Yeah. But I've submitted that. We've got the banter out and they're going to be like there for my support when it comes to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if it comes to something like a job or whatnot, um, I don't know. I guess the same principle exists. You can lean on people, but that would be something that I would try simplify. It would depend what you're trying to go for. Um, how to tackle it would be different. You can't tackle everything the same way, I guess. But the first three things of submitting... Meditation and gratitude I think that's a good starting point If that makes sense I don't it feel like I've sense. answered your question You
0: have, no, you've given us some At least for me, I definitely have um, I agree with a lot of what you said But I feel we need to be specific
1: What are you struggling To Um Apply yourself to Or ask for
0: Me personally mm-hmm. Oh there's a lot of things uh, <laughs> Let's deal with them No 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 or... Let's not let's, that's a, oof, That sounds like a therapy <laughs> session Right there um, No but I think I understand what you're saying like, I, I've definitely been Focusing more on being grateful For what I have um, Especially when I, I look around now And realise just how blessed I am um,
1: do you feel more blessed since you've more been pressed. more <laughs> uh, Do you feel more blessed since you've been practicing gratitude?
0: I think I don't know for sure, but I think before I was consciously trying to practice gratitude, I started feeling more blessed.
1: How do you practice gratitude? And I,
0: well, I I kind of um, each situation that I'm in, I try to find the the silver lining Mm. and I'm like, okay, especially if something's going wrong. I'm like, okay, but you know what? It could be worse Mm. because at least I still have X, Y, Z. Right. And then I think because I went through quite a a big change recently as well, like with um, a friendship that I had for so long and my living situation and a lot of things went kind of at the start of the year. (laughs) And I, had, I kind of forced myself to be a bit more grateful because mm. I was looking around and I was like, you know what, I'm feeling down right now, but things could be a lot worse. I have this, I have that, I have that. And I just started listing them and it made me feel better and I've just kind of continued doing that.
1: Do you still list?
0: I don't list. I kind of go through them as, I, as I'm experiencing them. Right, so right, if, right. I, if I come home from a long day of work and I'm in a crappy mood because something's annoyed me at work, yeah. I get home and I'm thankful that it didn't start raining until I walked in the door. (laughs) Little things like that, I'm like, whew, I just made it, like I walk in the door, I lock the door, it starts raining, I I say thank you for that.
1: That's a skill, being able to find the silver lining in situations is, to me, one of the greatest skills that you can have, but I think it comes directly from being able to practice gratitude on a regular basis.
0: I used to view it as, whenever people, because I knew people who were able to find silver lining and stuff, Mm -hmm. I used to view it as people not wanting to confront situations, because I was always very confrontational. Still am. (laughs) Um, Not in a bad way, because I think that word's been used to kind of be negative. But Mm -hmm. I think, like, if there's a problem, I like to just address it and get it over with. Mm -hmm. Whether it's with a person or with a thing, I like to just do it, get it over with, so it's not on my brain anymore. But I always viewed, I always viewed if you found the the silver lining and stuff, that you would not want to solve the problem. But as I've grown older, older, and as I've learned how to be more grateful for things and find mm. the silver lining for things, I'm actually like, no, no, no. It actually helps me solve the problem quicker because I'm not stressed out going into it. Yeah. Because I've taken the time out to be like, it could have been a lot worse. This, 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 and this is going right. I can mm. go. Okay. It helps me to focus on the thing going wrong so I can fix it. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Before I wasn't looking at all the things that could have gone wrong. I wasn't being grateful for all the things that were right. Mm. And then trying to tackle the thing that was going wrong and I'm just stressed going into it and it just made things so much more difficult. So you're already tackling it like on the back foot. Yeah, you're already in a negative space Mm. trying to tackle something that's probably very difficult to tackle. Mm. But now I find I'm going into it a bit more optimistic Mm. because I'm like, well, you know what? It could have been a lot worse. We can deal with this. Mm. This is nothing. We can deal with this. And having that attitude helps me to do a better job or at least do it quicker.
1: The way I see it, like, you can... It's that old adage, in it? Like, look on the bright side of life. Yeah. And because I simplify things so much, like, because I'm so mechanical in how I think, it is literally either an A or B choice so I'll simplify it down to. You either look on the bright side of shit or the wrong side of shit and the choice is yours, in it? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no middle ground for me. Like, it's either good or bad. It's either black or white to me.
0: I can't function like that. My brain won't let me function like that because I, I have to see the nuance and things, yeah. but I'm trying to, this is why I wanted to discuss it because I'm trying to figure out a way of applying what I've learned so far in 2019, how I'm approaching life in 2019, and do it even more in 2020 so that I can be more brazen. Mm. It took me up until now, like I say, I was thinking about doing a podcast for three, four years, probably longer, and it took me until now to do it.
1: What does brazen mean to you? You mentioned this word a few times Brazen, I
0: love that word Uh, Brazen basically means like Almost unafraid And going after what you want without Not necessarily without consequence But without doubting yourself
1: I think there'll always be fear in anything we do There'll always
0: be fear But I I think brazen is doing it anyway Like it's kind of just being like Yeah, okay, it's, you know, blah, blah, blah It's scary, but I'm going to do it I'm going to go ahead and go for it And that's what I want to continue And to do even more of next year
1: I'm reading a book at the moment called *A Course in Miracles*. Okay. Um, Who's it by? Marianne Williams- Williamson. And I, I listen- love
0: her.
1: She's fucking amazing. She's
0: so great.
1: She's running for president at the moment. She's she not going to get, not get not anywhere close. Well. No. Because everyone's full of shit. But right, what's great about the book, right, is. It's right up my alley in terms of simplifying everything. Mm-hmm. It literally boils everything down to two choices, love or fear. And you can either choose fear or you can choose love. And love like, is like an umbrella term for everything positive. So I like to feed my brains with things like that. Mm-hmm. And things like the Oprah Super Soul podcast.
0: I still have to listen to Oh, them. my
1: God. When I tell you, yeah, and the really short episodes are only like half an hour long.
0: Okay, I can do and that. And there's like
1: 200 of them. I listen to one episode every morning, and that's just part of my morning routine. I wake up, pray, get in the shower, whilst that's playing on my speaker. By the time I've come out of the shower, cream my ashy skin, done my <laughs> hair, like the episode's finished. And she has all these people on that, like, are authors, people like Mary Ann Williamson, mm-hmm. she'll have on actors, spiritual leaders, uh, Buddhist monks, nuns, like, just everybody. But all the walks of life that these people are from, when you've listened to enough episodes, and I've probably listened to like maybe 50 of them, you realize that they're all saying the same thing, but just in different ways. And they're all talking about. Like having something higher than yourself to submit to and gratitude and the choice of either choosing love or choosing fear when it comes to your day to day life. And when you hear the same thing said from all these different people that are successful in their own different ways, not just people that are just like rich or celebrities or. Yeah. She does have those people on as well, And like, mm. you know. But when you hear the same thing being said, from all these people, that like, you do realize how simple it can be, but you do have to top yourself up on a day-to-day basis yeah. in order to maintain that way of living.
0: Which makes sense because you have to do that with everything. Mm. You have to do that with everything else. If you if you work out, you have to work out constantly. You can't just exactly. do it once every three months and expect to be fit. Like it doesn't work.
1: Exactly. So I feel like with you, if you was to build a routine. Sort of like I have because I started mine at the start of this year, yeah. And my first thing I did was cut out social media. I'm still on social media, but all my notifications are turned off, so it can't just pop up to me. I have to make the decision to go into it, so I'm ready to see whatever's on there, yeah. Um, but like cutting those things out and making sure, like in the morning to start my day off, I feed myself with what I need to feed myself with. To tackle the day
0: mm-hmm.
1: Whatever gets thrown at me No matter how bad it is I feel like I tackle it From A better Position Than I would have If I didn't have this routine in check And even like There's some days where I don't meditate Every single day On the weekend It tends to Like does not happen mm-hmm. I'll still pray
0: mm-hmm.
1: But the actual Sitting down and meditation It doesn't happen mainly. routine is different yeah. yeah And I have my son as well So it's just like It's not going to happen Yeah But by like Sunday night, I can feel myself slipping a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So by Monday morning, I need that fix of the meditation. Often I will get it in on Sunday night because if I don't, I don't know, I might cut someone out or something. I don't know (laughs) what will happen, but you do need to, it's just like your armor. It's like putting your armor on. You need to have this armor on before you go out into the world and before you make these decisions. So you need to find out what works for you and um, have this routine in check so you can be more brazen whatever that means for you (laughs) when it comes to making decisions
0: well i think that's probably one thing i want to work on for sure in 2020 is meditation every time i've tried my brain is so busy it's so busy and turning it off even for five seconds Mm -hmm. seems impossible most of the time Um, I get bouts of insomnia because of how busy my brain is. Mm. So every now and again, I just will have a a period of time where I I really cannot sleep for longer than like an hour. Really? um, Each night because my brain, I can't turn it off when I turn. It's time for bed. I've done everything. I've gone out and exercised so that I'm tired. Mm. I'm physically tired, but I'm lying in bed just staring at a blank wall, Mm. like just unable to sleep. So that's definitely one thing I want to... I'm going to try and master it next year, I think. But yeah.
1: So what they don't tell you about meditation is there's so many different forms of meditation. It doesn't have to be just the one where you quiet your mind. Okay. I tried that one first of all, and I was the same. I just, I couldn't not think about nothing.
0: So do you do the guided meditation with the YouTube videos and stuff?
1: I have a specific one from Tony Robbins. Or oh, is it Robinson? I can't remember his name. It's literally an MP3 on my phone. Okay. It's 14 and a half minutes long. And Do you
0: not just find that you're reciting whatever's going on there at some point?
1: Um, or does that help? I think it helps focus you. Okay. So how it starts, you start with like an exercise mm-hmm. where you're like, it's like you're just pushing your arms in the air and pulling them down. And that like helps regulate your breathing. Then he goes into uh, five minutes of gratitude, where it's just think of three different things to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. So he'll give you the chance to think of the first one, and then he'll tell you to think of the second one. And he'll go quiet at times, and then he'll chip in every now and then Mm -hmm. to like refocus you and he'll ask you to think about like a different mm-hmm. aspect of it, things of that nature. So it always like refocuses you on what you're trying to think about. Okay. And then he'll do uh, the last five minutes of things you want to achieve in the future. And he's just kind of like, like this guided meditation. So he's guiding you through it and he's giving you chances to think for yourself throughout it as well. Mm-hmm. For me, that's the one that works for me because I've gone through many different ones and I just couldn't quiet my mind with that one it's focusing your mind it's still meditation
0: Yeah.
1: but it's just not the popular one that you're told to just shut the fuck up and think of nothing I that's not going to work for anybody them. in 2019 I yeah. think if you're a Buddhist monk in fucking China somewhere and you don't have internet and shit like that then yeah great that will be fantastic <laughs> innit you don't have sex or nothing fantastic but over here in the western world I don't think that will work for people and I've heard of so many people that say exactly what you said like I can't quiet my mind Like I just can't do it Yeah. so have someone talk you through it instead I think is what works for me send me a link I'll actually send you the, send me the MP3. full mp3
0: nice well thank you so we're going to move on to my next segment go for it we're so deep today, today isn't it so deep today this is unexpected
1: see that's Angelina um, of Tremaine
0: It's AJ Uh, So this final segment is called Mahakama And Mahakama is Swahili for court And it's basically an opportunity for me to judge a person or situation uh, Because I'm trying to be less judgmental in my life I figured if I can just hyper-focus it on the podcast Then I should be fine, (laughs) generally speaking So um, I was recently reminded of this uh, Because I was randomly thought of it And I was like, oh, that was supposed to happen in July What's going on? So So
1: You're going to make me slack someone off
0: No I'm not going to make you slack anyone off So the, did you hear about the porn block?
1: Yeah I was so stressed about it
0: So a couple of years ago It was actually signed into law Right, because David Cameron Started this whole, while he was in While he was a PM, he started this whole Kind of campaign of Making the internet safer for kids The content that they view
1: They just wanted to make some fun
0: And they (laughs) They, they came up with this porn block So um, It's supposed to come into effect No pun intended In uh, <laughs> in, <laughs> in July 2019 well, okay. uh, But it's now been delayed Till early 2020 I believe Yeah I mean January, February time So So Just in case the listeners don't know What the porn block is mm. um, I'm going to give you the description From Wired.co.uk So Technically, the porn block is a system of age checks. Mm -hmm. Porn websites will have to show anyone visiting from a UK IP address a landing page that doesn't show any explicit content. So this landing page won't go away until the visitor is able to show that they're over 18, old enough to view the adult material. So formally, it's called age verification, and these blocks will vary in appearance from one website to another, but there's one thing that's certain – this approach is the first set of age checks being placed on porn anywhere in the world.
1: Is it a joke that I know the ins and outs of like, this whole story?
0: I don't know. I don't, why would it be a joke if it's important to you?
1: It shows how much I'd watch porn in it. Like so you can actually like get these um cards, like these top up cards.
0: You can go into from these Yeah Morrison's. Anywhere that in has a pay zone apparently will yeah. do it.
1: And um you can buy one, say like a fiber mm-hmm. and you can use that to get onto these pawn websites I'm not paying for my pawn in it
0: Well, here's the thing. So, I mean, depending on whatever porn site you're trying to access from Mm -hmm. the UK, they might use a different age checking company. So, there's a couple of them out there that exist. Mm -hmm. One of them is the most popular one, and it it's owned by the same people that own like Pornhub and the rest of that little family they've got going on there. (laughs) Um, You know know what I mean? Like for the Pornhub (laughs) network, it has like I know exactly. (laughs) Go ahead. I won't continue, but you know what I'm saying. Anyway, so um, some companies, depending on this age-checking company, depending on the site you're going on, mm-hmm. but they'll ask for either pictures of your ID mm-hmm. or some kind of credit card information or both, depending on where, where mm-hmm. you're going. So obviously, you'll be able to, buy, like you mentioned, you'll be able to buy a porn pass from certain news agents. That's for people that might not feel comfortable about having their details stored somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, because... One of the things I thought of is it. now imagine you don't get a porn pass. Imagine you enter your credit card details and you mm. send a picture of your ID. Both of those things will reveal who you are, right? Mm. And there's some kind of information about you. Now, that age checking company, at the very least, potentially the porn website, your website provider, maybe even the government, who knows.
1: Mm. Everybody.
0: Will know what you like to watch.
1: All your nasty little habits.
0: Everything that you like mm. to watch. Mm. It's all going to be synced up to the same details.
1: Yeah. So if you like watching pregnancy porn, alright, we don't need to give examples. Brother sister <clears throat> porn. We don't need to give
0: examples at all.
1: Mother son porn, father daughter porn. Okay, moving, moving. All this type of shit. On. They are going to know. they going to know everything.
0: So the block is introduced by section fourteen, um, subsection one of mm-hmm. the Digital Economic Economy Act, sorry, of twenty seventeen. So the idea of it obviously is to protect children from viewing harmful content, but is it feasible in your opinion, like, because obviously there's so many porn sites, first of all, how are they going to keep up with all of them?
1: Because of how they have, um, your internet provider in it, on demanders, so it's your internet provider that's going to be...
0: Yeah, but your internet provider can't even stop you illegally streaming TV shows.
1: They're cracking down on it. They're cracking
0: down on it, but there's still so many sites. You can still watch a lot of TV online illegally.
1: True. But because of, there's not that many, well, there is kind of a lot of porn sites, but it's mainly the big ones that you'd always go on. So yeah. your X videos, your YouTube, your Giz- TikTok, your, your Red Tubes. We don't need examples at all.
0: We know. Okay. Everyone knows.
1: Brazzers. Um, Brazzers, you got to pay
0: for. I mean, yeah, I mean uh, that's
1: a regular site. I don't know what you mean. But listen, yeah, I already knew how to get around it, it Because I researched this, I was like, nah, you're taking a have got a VPN. Yeah
0: Yeah. Um okay
1: (laughs) Well they didn't bring it in so I was like alright calm
0: That's another thing so obviously you can just have A a, what is it Is this done for virtual private network or something Mm -hmm. Yeah so it basically blocks anyone From knowing what your IP address is Which means not only can you avoid Your UK IP address being shown Which means you can access anything but it also helps people who stream Netflix and want to stream US Netflix, so and not just UK Netflix. You can
1: actually pick now. And they never used to have this on VPNs, but it's um, you can actually pick now what country you want your IP address to be. To in, be, yeah. Which is ill. So like, when I go to the Caribbean and I wanna, you know, watch Coronation Street or Big Coronation Street,
0: fan. you put it back to UK.
1: Yeah. but you think that's sick?
0: That is sick.
1: So yeah, you just need a VPN and you can. But obviously they've stopped doing it now. I don't know why.
0: So, this seems like a dumb question to ask you, but <laughs> mercy or no mercy for the intention behind the porn block, i.e., to protect children from viewing harmful content? No, because
1: y'all don't give a fuck about nothing. Like, if you just watch terrestrial TV, we'll see all the shit that y'all put on there anyway, and children have free access to that. Y'all don't care. Y'all don't protect YouTube and things like that. Like, why just porn in it? You're just trying to shit, but you know, you cannot trust these people in it.
0: So is that a no mercy?
1: It's a no mercy, And um, what well,
0: about mercy or no mercy on the execution? Do you think this porn block will make it at least more difficult so that kids won't actually view these things? No, because
1: kids aren't stupid. Um, and like I said... Do you ever remember when it was just porn on like, late-night TV?
0: Yes, Sex Etc. I used to watch. It's like Channel 5 or something.
1: Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, I don't trust them. Like I don't let my son just watch TV because you see the shit they put on there the adverts like Mm -hmm. they're not appropriate for kids a lot of these things that they're talking about you see that the the things that they put in just normal kids TV programs yeah my son was watching Mr. Bean the other day the cartoon on ITV player I don't know why he randomly started watching Mr. Bean but he's watching Mr. Bean and there's this one episode where there's this uh, singer this black woman and you should see the shit that she is wearing bear in mind this is a cartoon Okay. she's got a full cleavage out she got these big ass boobs She's got like this big ass With like no um, No back in the dress And things like that
0: mm-hmm. She had
1: this pencil in a boob And this is a Mr Bean cartoon And I come out like What the fuck is he watching And I'm wondering why This is the second time That this he's playing this episode But I'm just like doing my own thing so I've not noticed that he's replayed this episode and then I'm clocking the reason why he's replaying this episode so it's like y'all don't actually care that much about things because there's things on terrestrial tv and things of that nature that you don't block just adverts but you want to act like you're righteous when it comes to porn um these things if parents don't want the kids to be on them they'll be blocked in the first place anyway it's yeah. very easy to put a blocker on these things so
0: i also think it's important to have conversations with your kids um because they'll get to a point where even a block won't stop them because kids mm. these days listen they can just look at some kind of electronic equipment and figure out how it works <laughs> right they can get around parental controls they can get they can probably order a vpn themselves and find a way to get it for free using mm. some kind of bitcoin account they've got like they, they, they can do these things so i think It's important to yes have parental controls Yes monitor what they're watching But also have discussions with them about What's appropriate, what's real What isn't What's just supposed to be entertainment Mm -hmm. What's supposed to be real life Because I think The main issue that I think a lot of people have with porn Is that people assume that what happens in porn Is what they should be doing in real life all of the time Yeah, Consent or no consent Mm -hmm. Right, so discussion or no discussion So I think as long as you're... No, but you know what I'm saying, right? So, like, there are certain things that go on in, in porn videos, whether they're fantasy or not necessarily fantasy, but just how they behave. Mm-hmm. People take that, especially young people, take that and assume that that's what relationships with other people look like, and I've it's not.
1: I've done it myself. If and it I'm can happen to adults, here.
0: of course it can happen to young people.
1: I'm going to be honest here. When I was in uh, my last relationship and it was like towards like the beginning of the relationship, and it was just around um, receiving oral sex.
0: Okay, and, you receiving? Yeah. Okay.
1: And I never was like I've never in my life been too satisfied with receiving oral sex, and then the chick I was with at the time. She said. Do you know why you don't, you're not satisfied by oral sex? I was like, why? She was like, because you watch porn, so you have this Unrealistic idea of what it should Actually <laughs> what it should be. like. And when she said That, I was like Normally I'll argue any point in it Oof, don't I know it <laughs> <laughs> Normally I'll have some Form of defence and I was like You had nothing. Do you know what, you're actually right Like it made 100% Sense when she said it mm. I, was like, I, was, I never actually realized that porn had got to me in that way. Yeah. I feel like it's helped me for the better, I'm not gonna lie, but in terms of what I should expect from someone that's given it to me.
0: You have to catch yourself.
1: Yeah. I, I think if you if you enjoy as
0: especially as well. if you watch it a lot, um mm. and this isn't a judgment, people listen, that's what it's there for, it's entertainment. But <laughs> what I mean is if you if you consume porn a lot, mm. you have to be you have to set your expectations of the other person Accordingly as well as yourself Because you don't want to be disappointing yourself With your own behaviour Because you <laughs> expected that you would be like this person You saw right yeah. whether, you know, whether you're a woman or a man but, um, Or non-binary But I think if
1: What does that even mean? Uh,
0: so neither gender
1: I've lost the ring
0: I'll get it uh, Neither gender is non-binary so right,
1: learnt something new. Where did
0: that go? Don't worry, it's over there. I'll grab it. I'll grab it, don't worry. Um, yeah, so I think whoever you are, whatever you like, I think I think the issue is, the main issue is with, with, with porn and, and how people relate to porn is that you don't get the conversation at the beginning of porn. I'm not, not talking me. about the pizza. Like, no, no, no. Hold yeah. on. I'm not talking about you know the pizza <laughs> delivery guy or your best friend's girlfriend. I'm not talking about the storyline. I about, need
1: the storyline. That's not in what my I'm porn. talking
0: about. I'm saying
1: you can't just start the thing and you just get right to it. I can't. I need my porn to be like. You need 40 a story. No, I year. get you.
0: I'm not talking about that though. The right, thing go. I'm talking about is in real life, there's usually a conversation at least that should take place. Mm-hmm where you discuss what you like yeah right what you're expecting Mm -hmm. what you are willing to do Mm -hmm. there isn't usually that conversation that happens in porn and so i think a lot of people when they're going into it especially if they consume a lot of porn they just assume they can do stuff they can expect stuff there's no conversation of hey listen by the way i really like when xyz happens Mm Oh, I really am kind of into trying. Blah 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 blah.
1: If you're there a, is, isn't that. Yeah, you need to let people brazen. You need to be. people brazen. With hey,
0: we're we're bringing it back full circle.
1: Because you can't just, especially in today's day and age, mm. think you can do what you want.
0: But I think I think in general though, like the act of sex or any kind of sexual relation mm. is. Very intimate And I think if you can do that You should at least be able to say Hey by the way I want to try this
1: People aren't
0: able to say But that's what blows my mind Because I just think And and I'm being critical of myself here too I'm Mm -hmm. not trying to say that I'm this enlightened person This is just an observation where I'm like Okay but why can you not have this conversation But you're able to do this (laughs) I think from a
1: male standpoint And I'm not speaking to myself Because I've always from the start Always had conversations before Actually having sex with anybody, but I think men are taught because through watching porn that can you can just do what you want and it's the woman's job to just like go Take along it, for the ride. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: And I think as women, you're kind of inadvertently taught because of all the shaming that goes on anyway. But yeah. inadvertently, you're kind of taught. Well, listen, even if you want to try something, don't bring it up. Just kind of like. Yeah. Make it seem like it was the guy's idea Like why not just say That's what you like And because then the worst thing That'll happen is go, Oh yeah I'm not really into that mm. Okay That's literally the worst thing That can happen
1: People are just op- People just are but, it. Yeah, I you... never had this problem Because like With me The very nature of who I am I like to put on shows We know So <laughs> Me sexually It's a show to me Okay So I'm there to give, and I'm not really comfortable with receiving, if that makes sense. Okay. So the very nature of me being able to give is I have to know what to give you, innit? Yeah. So I've always been able to have those questions, those conversations, but I understand why a lot of men don't have those conversations, Mm -hmm. and why they feel like it's just as simple as... I've seen it in porn, so this is just it's how just it is. going to do it, yeah.
0: yeah. I think, but like bringing it back to like young people, I think that having those conversations is difficult for adults. So mm. imagine as a young person, like in late teens or whatever, trying to—you're definitely not having those conversations. You know what I mean? This I, is why
1: we just need to not be out here just having miscellaneous sex with random people, in it. This is why you need to be in relationships. And if you can't find no one to have a relationship with, I would strongly advise I don't think you to, need to just not be out here wiling out. I don't need
0: to be in relationships. I don't, I don't. Relationships aren't for everybody.
1: People say that, but I don't believe that at all. What that means is you everybody. just not found a relationship as of yet that was for you.
0: Relationships aren't for everybody. Yeah, there are plenty of people that are able to. Function very well without a relationship. I'm not saying you
1: can't function without a relationship, but I'm also saying if you're not in a relationship, I would strongly advise against just being out here having sex with random people or just having situationships or you know what I mean because then you have environments where you're not even comfortable enough with each other where you can sit down and have these
0: conversations. That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. I just I think I just don't like the way you said you should. 'Cause it sounds very preachy to me. But that's my I'm own. Preachy, thing I have but I preach. It's my own thing I have to do. Anyway, so we said no mercy for the intention, no mercy for the uh, execution, and I agree.
1: The government in it, y'all can't take my part away from me.
0: With that being said, yes, too, I don't know well. if it would make any difference, but I know it will make a difference in other things and I'm gonna go and go ahead and be political real quick. This is coming out on the eleventh of December, which means tomorrow is the general election. Please, please get out and vote. Whatever you're doing, <laughs> just please find your local polling station and go and vote. We're done out here, mate. We're not done out here. I still have faith. Oh, uh, it's <laughs> kind of. Anyway, thank you so much for doing this, Tux. I think
1: I feel like this was a really enlightened episode. Look it at my was. Jeans.
0: It was so deep. Why are you? I don't know. I have got like loads of stuff on me as well. I'm not sure
1: what's going on here. It's well, this is yard.
0: Anyway, um. You can catch Sarcasm See Part of the Talk About It Network um,
1: Everybody meditate In it It's every- good for you
0: Everybody meditate 2020 um, <laughs> So Thank you so much For listening New episodes out Every other Wednesday And I'll see you On Christmas Day Because that's when The next episode Is coming out
1: Who's on the Christmas Day episode
0: I'm not saying it. Why was no, I, I not On really the Christmas
1: Day episode
0: Because I have a plan For my Christmas Day I episode I think that's disgusting You can be on the New Year episode If I you really want I think that's Disgusting all right. well Tox is going to have um, a bit of a strop right now and I'm going to go home so thank you so so much Tox for joining us and thank you Very listeners welcome. for listening and I'll catch you in a couple of weeks bye <laughs>